0: So much for coming by. Yeah,
1: thanks. This is a pleasure. Beautiful uh, studio. Very, Very nice, nice, right? Yeah. I can draw a crowd. Look at that. Look!
0: Oh my gosh, there. <laughs> there's so many people <laughs> here. Hey, back off! I might break the glass. How many photos though did you post for on the way over here? a few yeah, yeah yeah that's good people are well,
1: i mean i stand out like a sore thumb
0: and it's like well this is the thing like nobody else looks like you this is true which is a blessing and a curse i'm
1: i'm screwed in the lineup for l- sure like
0: there's other people you could be like oh is that i don't know is yeah. that this person or that yeah, person I do
1: have a distinctive uh, like i said it's good and bad I, I, uh, halloween some dudes like that's a pretty good carrot top if you were a little taller and a little more muscular you'd nail it i was like not really <laughs> so I literally said that i, that I, said, l- I said yeah oh yeah that's a pretty good carrot top
0: I can't. Oh, oh my God. Or did they go, oh, that's a really good Kathy Griffin.
1: Nice. Yeah. Kathy Griffin. Yeah, we had a whole thing with Yeah. I which is funny. You saw it maybe. With I saw it, her, yeah. With her boobs out, and it says,
0: hello, boys. And so it, I, it was a shot from behind, but you just yeah, see her hair. Her hair.
1: So they thought, well, of course you'd think. <laughs> it was fun.
0: Thank you so much for coming by. Uh, yeah. You were exactly. like a Vegas staple. So. Right. Today is our first day of filming Insight here right. in oh, Las oh, Vegas. Nice. Oh, yeah. cool. well, good. So it makes sense to have a Vegas <clears throat> staple here, like you. Thank you. Yeah, it's
1: a, it, we've been here for many, many years. It's crazy. you have been lucky. Is it
0: fifteen years?
1: Well, sixteen at the Luxor, and then prior to that at the MGM for ten, and Bally's one. So Dude. it's been—it's been a lot of years. Yeah, so that's um,
0: that's crazy. Yeah. When you first got approached with the idea of doing a residency, was there any sort of
1: apprehension? Yeah, absolutely. I was—I was terrified. And I said no, actually. Really. And, uh, yeah, I was a road guy. And then, uh, we would come in and do like, like a, what they call now residencies, which is a week or two, a residency. What I do, we do 250 shows. That's a residency. But people come in and do weekends. They now call it residencies. But when I, when I started, uh, we do like about two weeks and then go on the road, come back every three or four months, do yeah. two weeks and go. So it was kind of an in and out residency. Um, and they offered me the full-time gig and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Um, I'm a road guy, you know? Yeah. And so I took it, and then uh, now I can't imagine not doing it. I, you know, there's nothing else I'd rather do than Vegas. And we, we are doing some road shows coming up in December, but only like five or six. You know, it's not a lot.
0: So it's like you get to like whet that appetite. So yeah, you get a little exactly, and
1: it keeps you keeps you fresh on the road. You got the you know, road shows are a lot different than a than a Vegas show.
0: Yeah, how's the audience at a Vegas show? Oh, you know, it's it's great. I mean, I've, I've built I've done
1: this so long, so I can I built in an audience, so I think I'm lucky in that regard. Where sure. I get people that actually come to see me whereas you know back in the day when I first started they were like you know we can't get into Cirque du Soleil we can't get into Thunder from let's go see Carrot <laughs> and uh so uh but bill I still have people I say how many people have never seen my show and it's a, a lot of people have never seen the show so it's no way So it's fun to kind of to uh get those new people fans you know
0: and when most people leave your show for the first time and they're like oh my god I can't believe I've never seen Carrot before <laughs>
1: yeah well yeah if if they haven't i mean yeah a lot of people have we do have a lot of return visitors and fans like i said since i'm doing it so long but it's fun to get the new people it is fun because you like you get you get turn them you know they feel like they have no idea what they're in for yeah Uh, and the show's a lot different than i think than what they would normally think for a stand-up show stand-up comedies you know this video there's lights there's snow machines there's you know there's so many uh bells and whistles that go on during the show so it makes it fun
0: after all this time, <coughs> what do you still get out of it? Nothing.
1: <laughs> um, no, I get. Uh, yeah, no, no, I get. I get, yeah. I get. I yeah. get. <laughs> yeah, I get. No, I get the same thing that the audience, I think, does. I mean, it's a rush. I mean, that's what's great about live uh, performance is that you get to feed off the energy of the crowd. So every night you get you get that same uh, feedback and the same kind of energy. And uh, it's yeah, you. It's, it's yeah, after the show, the ears are coming down. Uh, process that happens that, uh, yeah. And it's fun to, you know, every night I get, a, I get a chance to, uh, to try new things. I mean, we just did a Halloween bit last night, you know, that says Halloween is funny one night, but, um, it gives me the chance to kind of play a little bit each night too. Having a show every night, you kind of have that luxury of kind of, well, I was, I've always tried new jokes. I have never been one of those that I just do it. If it eats, if it eats it, then I'd eat it. Sometimes you'll eat it a lot, and I just keep doing it.
0: But do you ever like believe in a joke so much that you're like, okay, "It didn't work for this crowd, but oh, absolutely, I'm gonna try it tomorrow." Oh, absolutely.
1: It's not a comic living that doesn't have that theory. I mean, you know, in your brain, it's funny, and then you do it. <laughs> if it doesn't do well, then you. Sometimes I'll do it for months <laughs> if it doesn't do well, and I'm like, "I'm, I'm, I believe in this joke." So, um, and then some that are instantly hit. Um, like I know in my heart, like, "Oh, this is gonna kill." It, I just did it. It was brand new two nights ago. It was a uh, that twenty three and me thing where you check your ancestry. So yeah. I said, I checked mine. Did you see mine? And there's a big screen like this behind me, and it, it's got it's got a chart graph, and it's got Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's, you know the <laughs> icons. That's that's my twenty three and me. So I'm all the I'm all the fast food guys. <laughs> they all have
0: red hair. It's creepy. What does the genesis
1: of a joke look like for you? Well, you know they're all well. there's, there's always that you know if there's a core, if it's funny or not, I mean, there's a, something that you, you, you see and like, like that. I'm, I was just watching TV and I thought every hamburger chain has a redhead in it. So I just thought, (laughs) yeah,
0: why is that?
1: I don't know. I, well, someone told me that red and yellow makes you hungry. And I said, I've never had someone around me think I'm starving when they hang around me. (laughs) Red, but, um, or maybe they are, or they're horny. They're either hungry or horny, Mm. but, um, that's what someone told me. But, uh, yeah, the, the the whole idea of, of any kind of joke, whether it's a stand-up joke or it's a prop, uh, there's a you know there's got to be a beginning and an end. Uh, there's got to be something funny. It's got to be, I think, clever in a sense. I you know I try to keep the show pretty. Cle- the Halloween one was pretty funny. I said, "Can you give out candy anymore because of the COVID?" So I played it safe this year. and I just gave out COVID shots. So I had the little <laughs> pumpkin with the little syringe. Here you go, Barney. You ready for your booster? And um, and then, so this funny already, it's current, it's funny, it's yeah. this is brand new Halloween, COVID. Um, and then I said, remember, if you don't feel good in about an hour or two, it's from the candy, not the shot I gave you. <laughs> so it ends with a, <laughs> you know, you start, and then there's a beginning, and then there's a nice big punch on yeah. the end,
0: So yeah. Are you physically writing down these jokes? Oh, yeah, 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 really? yeah. Or are you writing them in your iPhone, or what is it? No,
1: I still am old school. I write in a, in a pad and a paper and napkins. Yeah. I just had a little bit of a, a bite to eat for here, and I was writing things in, on napkins.
0: Seriously? Yeah, yeah. So do you just have like a pile of napkins, or? I, yes, I,
1: yes. It's, no, it's people said you have an iPad, right? And I said no, I don't. I really, I've never worked on a computer in my life. I just do oh, everything on scratch paper. Still, wow, I'm old, by the way. You still so look great, though. Thank you. It's the lighting, you we, we we softened you, all the. Yeah, the you thing. have great lighting in here. <laughs> it does. Damn, I look good.
0: When, when you got super jacked. Mm. Well, how did this? Like... It was like two hours ago, by the way. <laughs> I mean, you still you. are in great yeah, shape still I
1: can try but
0: something. i think that i think that for like the public perception of you is one way yeah. and then these photos showed up where you were like huge well
1: some of them were altered i think i mean it was as big and people in fact people always still say i thought you were bigger i'm like yeah I, me too but um
0: yeah, how I, are you supposed to respond well to i think a lot
1: that. i know they, you're a lot better yeah you're a lot better looking in person than you are on i get that i got that at a raiders game last time oh nice. like you look really good in person by the way i'm like oh great how do we look like on tv <laughs> shit hell you look <laughs> like crap pretty much but uh yeah the, the whole i mean i've always worked out and ran swam i was a wrestler swimming when i was 12 um and i think when i got the full-time gig at the uh at the luxers when i started just i had nothing else to do all day long so i would I'd go to the gym and just hit the gym every day. And then I just was like, what? And I'm big. So I just completely just stopped like cold turkey and just started running. So now I, I run about five miles a day. I still lift a little bit, not like, not even close to, yeah. I just, so I just you got to just, a
0: point where you were like, I don't like the way this looks? Yeah, I was just
1: kind of, and especially on stage, it was just, it was take it would take away from, you know, it's comedy. You know, you a skinny guy with freckles and red hair and big hair is, uh, is what you know it should be based on, and the when people would see me, the first thing they say is, "Wow, you work out." Then you know you you work out too much. So, oh,
0: yeah, well, that's what I
1: thought. They wouldn't say, "Wow, you're funny." They say, "Wow, you really work out," and so I thought that's taking away from my. my and I'm really kind honest, of honestly just like this skinny guy. I, I I was only in that phase where I was pretty jacked up for about two years, and then I,
0: ah. but dude, when you look at those photos, fabulous, they were jacked, <laughs> jacked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. some if you if you. Yeah. stopped working out cold turkey was there ever a point where you thought to yourself maybe i should shave my head
1: no there's never been uh i've shaved my balls but never my head. <laughs> never my head um yeah no i've always loved my hair i've always loved having hair it's like my it's my thing it's my it's my power you know, i can't get rid of your hair you're like samson uh right uh, and people say would you cut it for a movie and i said well of course i would but nowadays they can of course just you know there's no such thing as having to shave your head for a movie they can cgi it and they can yeah. ball cap and whatever like
0: henry cavill's mustache when he was superman yes just like that <laughs> Indeed. but i saw recently that sean white was sharing a story where yes he was he yeah. got rid of his hair he did i
1: told him not i said don't do it he said he said in his thing that i told him he should cut his hair because he saw and i said don't i said that's that's your to keep your hair that's your that's your thing um
0: but he was telling the story like you should probably you were saying to him you should cut your hair because you don't want this to be your thing
1: yeah I don't remember now. I remember speaking to him a few times yeah uh, but I just said you know did you gotta you got you gotta stay in the hair club you can't you know I think I might have been kidding when I said you still have time to not get stuck in this is right maybe I might have said something like that but you know what it's it's okay I, I like being I like being uh I like being this this is good no this- I can't imagine not having hair so good.
0: when do you think like there was a point in your career with with great respect for you where you were like the punchline of a lot of jokes yeah yeah yeah. and then i feel like it came back around where like it wasn't funny anymore
1: yeah a friend of mine had said something kind of funny said uh to, to make fun of carrot top is kind of hack mm. because uh you know because it used to be it's funny but now 36 years doing it it's kind of like you can't really quite make that much fun of you because you've been successful thirty six years, so you kind of, yeah. you know, you're finally allowed to go to the barbecue, you know. um But for, yeah, for for many years, and I think it was because when I first started out, people, you know, I worked, I worked for years. People just, I just came on the scene, and people thought that I was an overnight, you know, hit, uh, especially doing something different with the props, and they were just, they, like, they just, they just wanted to not like, well, not just, not not everybody. That was what I what I used to, what survived me through all the poking fun of days was my mom would always have, a, a, when I was a kid even, i get picked on at school for having red hair and freckles and skinny. Um, I would say, you know, everyone's making fun of me. Who's making fun of you? I said, so-and-so, who, consider the source. Mm-hmm. And so I've always, that's always been a big thing for me in my, in my life, considering the source of where it's coming from. So, you know, the comics or people that were making fun of me weren't people that I would really give a two rats about because they weren't, you know, like Jay Leno loved me and Bill Maher loved me and, you know, Chris Rock and, you know, Dave Chappelle, they're all friends of mine. So yeah. they respected me and loved me. And that was more important that they enjoyed me and appreciated uh, my style of comedy uh, more than, you know, some guy living in Arkansas that just pissed off that Carrot Top's on The Tonight Show again. Right. There's nothing <laughs> I can do about it. So, yeah, it's like with anything, with any kind of art, I think you just try to please the people that are your fans, you know, whether it's in music or sports. I mean, you know, people hate Tom Brady. Well, you know what? You know, a lot of people love him. So, you know, it's it's, it's always, you know, you're going to have haters and you're always going to have no matter what you're in.
0: I feel like if Tom Brady joined us right now for a conversation, you'd be like, man, it's really hard to dislike this guy. Yeah, well, Tom
1: Brady. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think that's what I think that's like that with anybody, though uh i there's been people that i was like ah, i'm not sure and then i would meet him somewhere at a party we meet him at a, a
0: red carpet and i'm like that guy was really really sweet really yeah cool. so um yeah yeah i feel like nobody that's doing less than you is ever gonna like make f- uh, and no one that's doing more than you is ever right make right fun
1: right well sure that's and that, that's that goes back to my my theory on uh especially you know at the end of the day too is you you believing in your own craft yeah like I'm pretty. I'm pretty proud of like that Halloween joke. I mean, that's like it, it's 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 you know it's, it's you can't be more current. Yeah, it's Halloween, the first year of Halloween with COVID, so I came up with a clever bit. Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of a uh, you know my props are like my songs in a sense. So, yeah. that, you know you look back at your 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 what do you call it, catalog of years of props and jokes, and you you know you sit back and go, oh, I'm pretty proud of that. You yeah. know, and like the answer you one is a couple of days old. So that's you know it's current, it's new. So um uh try to keep it going you know and so i, I pride myself on that too they're like always writing a new joke yeah. or a new prop or, or or bit you know the show has a lot of um which is nothing I, I learned uh with just doing it for so long my sound guy i believe or my lighting guy believe it or not one day said to me you know that big screen you have behind you um i just had my logo on it the whole show which is I used to always, you know, I was a marketing major, so that's another reason why the whole Carrot Top, and there was always a logo, and people would leave the comedy club and say, who, who do you remember seeing? And they said, well, the guy, Carrot Top, because it was a, it was in their head, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but my lighting guy says, you know, why don't you use that screen for emphasis for jokes? And so I said, what do you mean? And he's like, you know, like I, I did a Michael Jackson joke, and, I, and then I would have his thing, and I'd say, got your nose, and I'd grab his nose, and his nose would go away. But it was like, then I started thinking, oh, no, now this is gonna you created a monster so now the live show probably has oh god 200 or more video jokes Uh, so i don't even have to do the joke with the prop or the stand-up it could be both it could be a video joke like 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 the 21 and me that's a total video joke yeah um and then i'll do you know every other every other third joke is probably something on the big screen yeah so there's a, there's like a multimedia thing happening in the show so it's kind of hard not to you're, you're always it's either a boom prop or a stand-up yeah. or a song or a thing and so it kind of all comes together
0: if we take this way back mm-hmm. who was the first person that you ever made laugh
1: the first person i made laugh probably my my mom maybe my mom she always said you're funny um, and then, of course, as, as, as it went on, I, I would make my, my friends at school. Uh, my dad had a great sense of humor and a great uh, timing is what I was. My dad was very, very funny in a, in a way that was just his dry. He was very dry. He wasn't at all outgoing, um, loud. Like, he just would have this timing. And I used to, when he would tell his jokes in the cul-de-sac with all our neighbors, I would go back to school the next day and try to recreate what he told and remember. Mm. It. And of course, some were, you know, weren't bad jokes and I get in trouble. Like <laughs> Did you tell the school this joke. I'm like, mm. um, but I remember my first, I remember my first joke that I wrote when I was, a. Uh, I wouldn't say first joke, but it was one of the very first things that I, I came up with I was probably 10 or 11 and we were having a campfire on the beach in Jacksonville, Florida. And it was like 20 kids and me, and I was the oldest one. And this, this police officers came out, and they said, you can't have a fire on the beach. you got to put this out. Yeah. And I said, why? We're next to two things that put fires out, water and sand. Where, where is a safer place to have a fire? And they just looked at me like, are you, are you like, trying to be funny? And I'm like, well, I'm not. But all my friends were like, that's pretty clever. Like, you're right. Like, where else? We get, what, you want to take it in the woods? We just know where to put a fire out. This was on the beach. This yeah. Water and sand. There's nothing that could possibly go wrong. Right. And so I started thinking of those kind of observational uh, jokes and, in a sense, of joke uh, storytelling. And then, uh, and that's what I, I always admired comics that had that kind of material. Where you're, it's like, when you watch a show, you're like, "Oh my god, that happened to me," or "Oh my god, I, I see that too." So observational wow. things. Yeah. You know, Gallagher was always great about that. He'd have jokes like, you know, what do they call it, a parkway? What do they call it, a parkway? And you park on the driveway and drive in the parkway. And, yeah. Why do they call them buildings when they're done building and they should be called built. And he had all these, uh, all these really great, like, uh, smart stuff. And then I, I wrote I wrote him one. Uh, it was a, I was probably 14 and, and it was here in Vegas actually. And we were going to, he was performing and there was a big door, a big, like a backstage do- door. And it said, this door must remain closed at all times. And he was banging <laughs> on it, trying to get into, to do the show. And I said, why, why is there even a door? If it's supposed to remain closed at all times, why well, have a door there? And He looked at me and he says, "That's a great joke. Is that yours?" I said, "Well, yeah." I and mean, I just wrote it. I just thought of it. But um, so that's always kind of like the process of how um, I try to do uh, where it's a little clever. It's a little uh, most of the stuff. I mean, there's other stuff that that
0: takes a different path. But yeah, always it's funny. Funny's funny is funny, it's good. But there's also a lot of your. I think everyone thinks that you're just a prop comic, right? And then the, they come to your show and they go. Oh my gosh yeah, no, no. A lot of stand-up. there's a lot of stand-up yeah. yeah there's more than there ever has been right now yeah is there always is there one guy in the back who's like bring out a prop
1: no i don't think so because there's enough of that going on i mean there's still props but uh no they, they, i i think i've i think we'll find out but i think i've got it all kind of um laid out where there's yeah. some props and there's stand-up there's some props and there's some stand-up and then there's this there's that and then there's music at the end and people hopefully have fun
0: I think it takes a lot of balls to get on stage for the first time. Oh yeah. So yeah. when you went, like, how did you convince yourself? I'm funny enough that I'm going to be able to get up in front of a room of people and I'm going to make them laugh at my stories.
1: I really don't know. I mean, it's been that long. I, I remember the day I did, it was in my college and I, uh, I went to um, the dorm uh, or the, the rat scale, it was called. It was like a, a bar where we had lunch and whatever. And they had an open mic. Night yeah. and I, and, uh, I didn't even know what that was, and my my neighbors, more neighbors, my roommates came back with this flyer and said, "Hey, we should go to this." And my neighbor, my roommate, said, "Go to it. You should be in it." And I was like, "Be in it? What am I gonna? I don't know. How to, what am I gonna sing? What am I gonna? I don't play an instrument. I am gonna sing. A, tell poetry. He's no t- tell jokes." And I was like, "I don't. I don't have. You see, all the jokes you tell us." go up and so i said oh i could just go up and tell like my dad did old jokes yeah so i i just went up and i said these are my you know a guy walks in a bar a rooster and a white, whatever the jokes were and um it did great and i felt i felt comfortable up there doing it and then the next year every semester whatever they'd have another one and so i kept getting into it And like the third time i thought you know i should probably write my own jokes for this instead of do old jokes yeah so i might have done a few and then ended on an old joke just so i had an ending and so that's what I did. I made fun of the school and I made fun of the parking and I made fun of one of our teachers that was, everyone knew, uh, joke about books, everything that we had to do in college and killed. And then I went to the local comedy club and, and they had an open mic there. So I went and I auditioned and the lady was like, you are funny, but I don't think, why well, you're talking about a college. I don't think, you know, this is. Yeah. A diverse crowd. We're not going to, I don't think your college jokes are going to like talking about parking at your college is not going to get a. And she had a good point though, right? Sure. So, yeah, you know so I said, audience. I got you know, to, you know, you're on, you have to widen, widen your, your, your audience and what you're going to talk about. And so that's when the props came in. I had a, uh, a neighborhood crime watch sign that I, that I'd stolen. It was on my dorm and, uh, I was in my dorm room and I was, I actually had drawn a logo. I already had Carrot Top logo drawn. And my roommate said, "What's that?" said, it's my logo. He said, "Oh, is that for one of your classes?" That's a good logo. I said, "No, it's from when I'm a comedian." He said, "What?" I said, "Yeah, I already have the logo. The hard part's done. I mean, now I has got to write an act, but I got the logo." <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the hard. Part. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the
1: hard part's the logo. Yeah, so, yeah. so I I told Oprah this. I she really was. She said, "I said I had a I had a logo before I had an act, which was true." But then I thought the crime watch sign would might be a funny opening. So I walked on stage and I said, sorry, I'm late. I was in the neighborhood and it killed. And I said, how good is your crime watch? You're not watching your signs. <laughs> I mean, the house takes 20 seconds to break into it. took me three days to get this sign. So it was the first prop and then it, it, it was really good. And then the lady said, could you do more of that? Mm. And I said, what, steal more signs? And she goes, yeah. And I said, okay, I can steal more signs. So I started going around town stealing more signs. And I came up with like 10 different signs. And that was my whole... It was almost like a slideshow. One was Butts Road. It was right through the town I lived. And I said, this is where all the assholes live. And uh, it killed. It killed, killed. And so then she's she's like, this is great. And that's how the props came in. Yeah, her name's Colleen McGar. And then I started coming up with like, you know, a boot with a kickstand for rednecks to don't fall down when they're drunk. And I had an ice tray with a level on it. And I just, started, yeah. I just started coming up with all these props. I had like a whole, and the more props that I could come up with and, and you know, the more time I could do. And so uh, the key was to kind of get, you know, all good in there and not have you know like four good ones and seven crappy ones so it took a long time to get you know a solid enough time where i could open up for for you know for other comics and then that's what i started doing other opening for like comics and bands and then i brooks and dunn and and whatnot so
0: but you knew pretty early on that you were going to do this for a living well, I wanted
1: to do when I was, when I was a kid, I definitely thought like even on the beach, but I didn't think there was such a thing as just, I'm going to be a comic.
0: Yeah. I'm just going to tell jokes. For yeah. A I mean, yeah. The,
1: you know, and my parents even were like, you're going to, you're, you're doing what? And I said, I mean, I'm, I'm a comedian. And they're like, well, you're not funny. I'm like, I know, but you got to come see the show. And uh, my dad came down to the college and was like, where did this come? Cause I'm really kind of shy and quiet. And all of a sudden hit the stage. It's a whole different kind of, you know, it's, 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 it's manic, but, uh, he was like, that's, that you're really good. You know, you, uh, you wrote all this yeah. stuff yourself. And I said, yeah. yeah. So then I had, you know, I just had hundreds and hundreds of thousands now of different props. Some of course have been retired to the warehouse they, they you know, there's, top, there's shelf life to props, you know.
0: Sure. You can't um, be telling a Bill Clinton. I had, a, yeah, I had some joke. great
1: Bill Clinton jokes. I, I remember a, seeing the that. Podium with the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The podium with the Monica Linske that came up. And, uh, <laughs> not now. Um, it was great. And that was one of my favorite Tonight Shows because the, the lady that was in charge of uh, standards and practices said, uh, you know, you, you, you can't put your hand, physically put your hand on a woman, like force her down, you know. Sure. And I said, well, there's no, there's no joke then. I mean, the joke is she pops up. He's like, I did not have not knit. <laughs> and it would kill, right? So he says, you can't use your hand. And this is the last joke on The Tonight Show. I'm killing, and I get to that, that joke, and I'm thinking, what do I do? So I, instead, of, I didn't. I used my elbow <laughs> and not my hand. Well, you and they yelled use at me, you yeah. said, I said, you said don't use your hand. She said, I said don't physically put her. I said, well, anyway, and they, it killed, and I got out of there alive, but uh, <laughs> I got in trouble.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Was The Tonight Show and Jay Leno what really brought you to that next level with your career?
1: Well, he gave me a lot of opportunity. I mean, he was yeah. very, very, very... You were on
0: the show how many times?
1: Oh, 30-something, yeah. That's I mean, insane. I was I was always... They, they loved me there, and I loved them. They, were, they In fact, I didn't even have to... I would just call them and say, I have a spot, I have a set.
0: And this is back when people watched TV right. a lot more literally, frequently. Oh, no, I mean, yeah.
1: you could probably... If a young comic now could do The Tonight Show 75 times, and they're not going to know who you are. Yeah. Um, but And I got lucky at the end of that bubble. I mean, prior to that... Prior to when I was doing all those shows, you know, Regis and Tonight Shows and whatever, there was still, um, a lot of, a lot of people watching those shows. Whereas now it, it I don't even know. I don't, I, I haven't, I don't even watch television anymore. I don't, I haven't seen the Tonight Show or uh, literally. Oh, it's changed so I just much. Don't, I just don't, uh, I don't, I don't tune in much. Anymore, but um, Have you been on it at all since Jimmy Fallon's on there? No. Oh, I know. I know Jimmy. Yeah. Um, and I know, I know, I know all of them. I mean, of course. And, the, the and, the and, all uh, comedians. Jimmy Kimmel, we're all friends. Um, yeah,
0: all comedians seem to know each other. Yeah, I mean, so it's a small, Is a small, group, yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, it's a fraternity for sure. And and, and usually a lot of times is uh, is because of, especially back when I lived in LA, um, you know, that's where everyone knew everybody from. Uh, yeah, they can hear us <laughs> out there, by the <laughs> way. Oh I like gosh. it. I'm getting, wow. some, I'm getting a little thigh action. You are, definitely <laughs> are. Wow, okay. <laughs> and this is in the middle of the day. Wow. All right. Wow. There you go. What
0: happened if we were recording at night? Mm. We, should,
1: we, should, we should meet back here in a couple hours. I guess
0: so. But, after, uh, after your show. Yeah, my show. <laughs> but
1: uh, it's usually a guy. Thank God it was a woman at the time. It's usually a guy showing me his boobs. <laughs> okay, Bill. But... Uh, oh but going back to that so was, there's a camaraderie because it, you in the clubs the club scene with you know this at one night there could be you know 75 to 100 comics and at the comic strip or the comedy you know the improv and so everyone knows everybody and there was a there, you know it's definitely like a little fraternity yeah um in fact just the other day was someone was asking me about you know new up-and-coming com- comers and i'm like I don't, I don't, I'm not in the scene anymore. Like I have my show in Vegas, so yeah, I go yeah. into the show and I go home and then I don't, I don't like, I used to go to the comedy club, sit in the back and watch all these new, you know, newcomers, new comics and just be, wow, these guys are really good. You know, the, sure. the, 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 the craft watching young, I love watching, of course, i want like some, well, a young comic that's funny and new and, and on the scene. I went trying to find one that I could mentor, you know, I need a, there's no, there's no more prop comics. <laughs> I think I'm the le- the last dying breed
0: of a prop comic oh you know, look Yeah, see right. I'm, now I'm everybody, a everybody loves carrot top it's great there needs to be the next carrot top.
1: i know i say that all the time there's no prop there's no new carrot top
0: on the well, scene be- that i know that's because you've mastered the is art. that what it is yeah well, come on come on <laughs> how could somebody possibly top what you've done i don't even mean to do that with top it would be fun to see it would be fun to see
1: somebody but, uh, but um in this the style of props too is is different so i i uh i never went the pun route i never said everything's like has a has kind of a an underlining uh cleverness to it as opposed to a play on words like one of my favorite props george carlin uh came up to me and said that's funny uh, was a paper cups and string phone. You know, the kids have the cups. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, this is about 20 years ago. I said, they should make a new version of this, the cups and string f- for nowadays, for an hour, you know, for 2000, whatever it was. And it was a, a, a second cup that came out a, for call waiting. And then, a, <laughs> and then another cup for conference calling. And there was a clear cup for caller ID. And it was, it was really, <laughs> it was like my closing bit forever and ever killed, killed. And George cron was like, that's funny shit, man. And you know, I was like, he's like, that's fucking clever. So it's it's always like that. It's, I always try to make something. I mean, it usually has to have a little bit of a cleverness to the yeah. the prop, as opposed to saying you know it's a shoehorn or it's a. I don't do the the I don't do seesaw. The, yeah, see now this yeah now see I was guy, right? very okay. So I fought that the Family Guy thing. They called me up and they said, "Do uh, you want to be on the fam? We have this thing, and we're gonna do you want to do the voice for it?" I said, "Well, why would you have someone else do my voice?" I said, "Let me let me be me." Yeah. So they sent me the script and i remember going into a studio here in vegas and i, I just i was so um just it, i hated it and so they get on the phone with me and he's like thanks for doing it and i said i can, can we do another line i don't the seesaw is really just not my that's not my it's not my thing and he's like there you can hear like literally a whole room full of people like what do you mean your thing i'm like and you're telling well,
0: this to seth mcfarlane
1: oh yeah seth mcfarlane and everybody there's like 10 other people there on the on the on the thing and I said, well, can we just do like one of my props, like even the cups and string phone thing? And he's like, okay, but this is really good. Everyone loves it. I said, I know, but it's like, it's a pun, It's seesaw. It's like, that's that's like legendary weird stuff. It's not, let me do one of my props yeah. that, that, you know, and he said, well, I think, you know, one, we already made the animation and two, so I'm fucked. And then the second thing was, it was, uh, yeah. you know, they really wanted it. They said this is that's what that's what makes it funny is it's so stupid. I said okay, well, let's just do it. So we did it, and then I went back to LA and we we redid it again it, with him in the studio, and um, they were so jazzed about it. Like he's like, trust me, this is it's it's not making you look like an idiot. It's gonna be and and did it was great. People loved it. People yeah. still walk up to me and say seesaw. <laughs> so, uh, but I was I was definitely not digging it at the time. I was like, let
0: me do something. A little, uh, when George Carlin tells you that that's a great joke, how yeah. could you possibly ever take that out of your act?
1: Yeah, well, no, you, 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 actually, I should put it back in. It's been out for a while. Yeah,
0: I mean, when there. George Carlin says it's good, it's good.
1: Yeah, that's true. Right? And those are, the, those are the, going back, digressing to the beginning of the interview about people when they, but so make funny. It's like, you know, George Carlin thought it was funny, so I really don't care if <laughs> if Jimbo from Arkansas thinks I, I saw. Yeah,
0: seriously. I mean, you know, so... Who inspires you still? Who inspires you now?
1: Uh, what, to, 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 to what, like, in, in the, in the field, yeah. in, the, in the profession? Everybody. I mean, you know, longevity is one of those things I find, because uh, people every day, I mean, literally every day, will say to me, How long are you going to do this? And I always think, Well, I'm young. And they go, But how long do you think? And I'm like, You know, tomorrow is probably it. And they're <laughs> like, Really? I'm like, No, I don't have a, I, I still have five years left on my, on my deal here. Which is amazing, lunch. by the way. Yeah. Day. What a deal. Um, but I don't look at it like I don't even, I feel like I'm, I don't feel like I'm even near retirement age. And I don't know what I would do. I This is all I know how to do. I could do this or guess people's weight at the fair, probably. That's all I could do. I guess more. what a great job that is, right? You go 190 yeah. and they go to, okay, next, 165. I have no, great day today. Great work. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have any, I desire to, uh, you know, and, and I think the answer to that question is, uh, you know, when, when are you going to, how long are you going to do this? Is everyone knows the answer to that. It's when you're no longer enjoying it mm-hmm. and no one else is enjoying it. Yeah. If someone, if no one's showing up anymore and you're not digging it, it's probably time to, you know. But we're lucky in that regard because I've been watching all this, I've been really into this Formula One racing, which I found out by accident on Netflix. It was a special. I started watching it. Never, I mean, I remember as a kid watching, you know, Jockey Stewart and all those, but I never really. Yeah dug it and got into it It was on a NASCAR and you know, and then all of a sudden I've been watching this thing and I, and and I'm looking at like the longevity of something like that. I'm I'm lucky and blessed that in comedy, you know, I might lose my, some of my senses of things and timing and memory, but not like in that where there's such a short period of time where they can be the best driver at 200 miles an hour and, and have the reflexes and there's a, there's a, there's a day where they, there's a day where they just, uh, they just, I, you know, I, I lost it in turn two, and I don't know. I can't, you know, I, I have to retire. Um Simin football, and you know, the sports ones. Oh yeah,
0: like when someone's age begins with a three in baseball. Yeah, you're like when they say Tom Brady, right, forty
1: two. Like Jesus <laughs> Christ, he, he should be napping at halftime. But, <laughs> um but yeah, we're lucky yeah. in comedy in that sense. But there is there, you know, I look at some of my my idols in in comedy that that have gone on until they the the the, the, the a week before they, you know, like Don Rickles was performing up until the very, very end, yeah. I mean, uh, and had his wits, I, I was in a movie with him, I was very lucky to be in a movie with him, Dennis the Menace, and uh, I was in L.A., it's just not too long before he passed away, and I, I was like, my agent, my agent says, you gotta go say hi to Don Rickles, and I was, Where, where's Don? I looked over, and he's sitting right there, and I said, well, you should come, because he's his agent, too, I said, you should go, he's, he said, no, this isn't an agent thing, he said, you, you could go over, and say hi to him and, mm. you sh- and you should, yeah. And I said, Well, of course, I, I should and I will. So I got up and I walked over, and it was a whole bunch of people it was like 20 people at his table. He's at the head of the table and he was just staring at his potatoes or whatever. And I uh, I walked up next to him and I said, Don, I said, Hey, uh, Carrot top. I don't want to bother you, Carrot top. And he he he's he so he's like 90 something. And I said, Hey, I don't want to bother you, I just want to say hi, it's Carrot top he says, really, your caratop? Like I couldn't see you coming from Ventura Highway. And I said, I said, I don't want to bother you. because you don't want to bother me. That's a little late, isn't it? And I said, oh, I, well, I'll, I'll leave you alone. Will, will, will you? And I said, yeah. And I said, I just want to know if you remember working with me in a movie. And he said, I've tried to forget everything you and I have ever done together. And it happened so fast. It was the most beautiful, just rip." And then he gave me a big hug and did you know my cheeks? How how how's my my name is still hat in Vegas? I said, of course you are because my name is still big. And I said, you're 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 you are you are you come on, you're Don Rickles, you're the best thing. But that was right up in like, a, like maybe three weeks after that he had passed, yeah. so he was still doing his shtick and still performing. And so wow. I yeah. I that, I, wow. I think of that you know when I when people ask me how long I'm gonna do this, I'm like, well, I hope I can I can go until you know I can go until I don't want to go. Yeah, I just don't know. I watch these shows, and I always think, what do people do when they retire? Well,
0: you're still really passionate about this.
1: Right. And you can tell that when you're on stage. But when I watch other people when they retire in certain things, when they're, like, that's when go back to Formula One or, 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 or sports or whatnot, I'm like, how? what must be going through their brain because they're still young? Let's say, like, a Peyton Manning. Sure. He's still young, but he can't bl- play the game anymore. Yeah. Does he lose? Does he lose half of his 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 self being his thing like he, what's his identity right yeah. like he would go to the stadium every day that's what he did he'd follow films and he would and then on sunday he was everyone's cheering so i think i get scared to death when i think i don't like just when i when i step off the stage and i just say that's my last show i'm gonna go sit on my boat in florida yeah um it scares me to, to think that there'll be a day where I, I, I wouldn't be on stage i don't know what else i would i don't i need that
0: yeah well the difference between you and peyton manning is they know they know they can only
1: play till their thirty or late 30s, or early yeah. 40s. But I think it probably sneaks up on them as well, where they just realize, oh, crap. And that's, I know their, I,
0: that's their entire identity. So I'm, right, it's what I mean. So we, we only see them in their, if we're going to use football as an example, in their NFL career. But they've been playing football since they were like four.
1: That's what I mean. It's their whole thing. Yeah, that's what's amazing. You know, they, they, you know Jeff Gordon is a friend of mine. So let's say Jeff Gordon, you know yeah, he started sure. when he was the same, four, four years, five years in go-karts. And then he becomes maybe one of the biggest nascar drivers in the world and that last race i remember watching it and i remember thinking what's going through his brain because he's still oh, young God, yeah. and he's sitting there with his wife and he's looking and he's like this is the last time i'm going to climb in a car and and be cheered on and and it's just and then then they, they move up to the or you know Earnhardt, they move up into the booth and maybe they maybe they they are content they're still in the sport in some capacity but they must miss getting behind the wheel and that oh my n- engine God. and you know what i mean like that right you know me i have a show tonight so i look forward to that 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 getting mic'd up and the music going and the crowds there and jazzed and trying a new joke
0: yeah what's your ritual before you step on stage lots of you drugs, have one lots of drugs
1: <laughs> um free basing and yeah uh, yeah no i i uh i do i <laughs> it's not it's not there's a mound it's, of cocaine it's not, a, it's not really interestingly enough there's not a lot of uh i mean some shows are different like road shows or tv shows there's a different mindset the, the vegas show i do every night so there's the ritual basically is i get there early i never been there i've always at the show 2 hours early because just you got to get into the boom get the music going get sound check mm-hmm. um yep rehearse maybe a new joke um and then then you have a meet and greet and then you have uh yeah you do a little shot of espresso and a little shot of crown and cheers to our my old crew come together and we kind of say all right let's don't lock this up <laughs> and just do
0: the best we can yeah i see people they get so excited when they meet you and i think when people are in vegas and they get to see a celebrity they're like oh my god yeah so who was the last person that you were super excited to meet oh wow well there's a lot i'm like a little
1: child i get I, I'm, I'm always starstruck people are like you
0: you've met everybody
1: i'm like yeah. i know but it's still you know it's still there's moments where you're just like okay this that's cool like we had queen came to the show now that's, pretty, that's cool. pretty cool so my buddy and i were talking about last night you know we're sitting there and they said you know queens you know they're bringing queen backstage and they have you know security and then all of a sudden you you can you can smell them from like down the hallway that's the, the, royalty Did they s- smell pleasant these, yeah they smell beyond ple- they smell like rock stars they, they have the this, you know the velvet jack and the thing and they're just they're quaff perfectly and they're like english and like scott it's a great show and you're just like holy shit i'm talking to queen and they are blown away they're like how did you do that that's amazing it's so good i'm like you do know you're queen right like you are <laughs> queen but they're so humble and they were so great um but yeah you, i mean i met a lot of people but 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 that was a that was a moment of of, of pretty coolness um I, I think one time I was in well, I don't think it was happening. I was in Aspen and I'd gone s i had gone was I'd gone to the gym and I was coming back from the gym and I was there was no one out. It was like it was like seven thirty in the morning or something. I had gone to the gym and then I was gonna go snowboarding.
0: With Sean White.
1: With Sean White. Yeah. And uh All right. All right. and uh am I'm I'm crossing the street and it's kinda of foggy out and I'm looking and I, and the night prior people said, you know, Jack Nicholson lives in Aspen and he's in town and da da da. So I'm, I'm looking across the street and literally I, 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 I think that's Jack Nicholson. And so, uh, we start walking towards each other and he says, top. And I said, Jack. And he said, uh, and everyone was saying, he's not a nice guy. Like at that dinner, then I thought, hey, if you see him you know, and he's like top or topper. And I said, Jack. And he says, uh, Jesus Christ! What are you doing? I said, it's Jimmy?" He says, "You're not. Wait, you just came from the gym," and I said, "Yeah, you're not sweating." And I said, "What?" He said, "I just walked from my my front door right there," and I'm, I'm he, was, he was he was really was sweating. He's like, "I'm I'm completely covered in sweat," and you just came from the gym and you don't have any sweat. I said, "Well," he goes, "That's because you're you kept saying that's because you're young," and I said, "No." He says, "I'm fucking old, top." He kept saying that, right? I'm fucking old. I said, "You're not old." And he goes, "No, I'm fucking old," and uh, he says. You tell that Jay Leno to go fuck himself, and I said, "What? Well, wait, wait. Why? Jay's gr- Jay's great to me. Like as we talked about, Jay's one of the best people in the world to me. Yeah. And he says, I don't like the way he talks to you. You do your you do your thing, and you and he knew my act. He's like, you do your you know thing and the ice tray, whatever the fuck. And then he, he and then you come sit down, and he goes to commercial break. He doesn't talk to you. That's bullshit. And I said, No, he's actually a really good guy. He says, Well, you tell him to go fuck himself. So. We had this really, really awesome conversation in the middle of Aspen, this middle wow. of the street. And then that was prior to having cell phones. I was trying to call my friend like, I just talked to Jack Nicholson for like 20 minutes in the middle of the street. Man. So that was kind of cool. That's very Yeah, cool. it was cool. That was kind of
0: fun. What's the best advice you have for someone who's trying to be a comedian, especially in this, it's not easy to, it wasn't easy to get on a stage over the last year.
1: Well, that's true. That would be probably the most challenging thing in the world to be comic, it'd be a young comic last year. Um, unless they do a lot of these Zoom things, which I mean, I guess people ex- take it over. You know, I would say the, the advice that I would give a young comic is, is the time on stage. You have to find as much time as you can to, 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 to hone what it is you're going to be talking about when they call your name. Um, and
0: on an actual stage not in front well, that's of what i think mom I think, and I, grandma right, no I, on an actual stage in front of
1: strangers that right that do not yeah. like you um and you hit the stage and they're like already judging you and you gotta be not only funny but you gotta be on it but you gotta you gotta know what you're gonna do for that whether yeah. it's five minutes or ten minutes what it is and so i think you know a lot of people say i'm gonna be a comedian i was like okay what's gonna be your thing what do you mean I'm going to be famous? I'm like, well, you, you don't just become famous. You, what's your craft? What's your, are you going to do political humor? Are you going to do uh, observational? Are you going to do props? Are you going to do music? Are you going to dance? Are you going to juggle magic? So it's important to figure out what it is that your, your shtick's going to be. And I was kind of lucky in, in the fact that I rolled right into what I did. Like I, I, I wasn't originally a prop guy. I just was telling jokes. And then all of a sudden I realized I think I've got something with the visuals. And I just started making it that my thing um not that it was easier but it, it helped that i had i had what i what i wanted to do in my head i, I mm-hmm. was going to be the prop guy and so i just started you know doing that and honing it so when i got to say now trust me i had a lot of shows that i didn't so, do so well <laughs> at that's part of being a comic or part of being anybody you know sure. i don't care what job you are whether you're a mechanic or you're a rock star or a rock assigned you're gonna have bad days and bad shows and bad days at work so
0: but I think a key yeah. thing there you said was, is you're going to get judged. Like from the second you walk on stage, people are oh, already Within seconds.
1: Ju- they judge me even now. Even they're, the deter- yeah, they're, they're, they- already, they're already looking like, Oh, he looks like he's lost weight. Oh, his hair is different. I kind of like green hair. You know, they are, they're already, they're already making thousands of, uh, yeah. of, 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 of assumptions in their own brain or whether they're, if they're new, whether they're even going to like me right away. They might not like my voice. They might not. Yep. I looked. Oh, is he, uh, you know.
0: Because they, they're not. I they had
1: these shoes on the stage. And, uh, that all these they are kept, big shoes. All they kept talking about was my stupid shoes, though, right? So he like, goes, I like your Balenciaga's. And I was like, what's that? And she's like, your Balenciaga's. And I said, okay, you're definitely a shoe guy because no one knows what Balenciaga's are. That's a brand. But then she goes, I idea. like I like them. And finally I said, okay, are we going to talk about my fucking shoes the whole time? We're going like, to I, I mean, I have other things planned than just walking around in my shoes. <laughs> so it was kind of. We kind of got old after a while and then finally I just took my shoe off and I said, let's just pass the goddamn thing around and everybody can hear your I mean, And mean, look at my, it. It's a look great my shoe. Yeah, it is a great shoe. Yeah. But they are. I'm not going to lie. It's they, bedazzled I, too. I, 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 yeah.
0: I don't know if I oh, mess around. You bedazzled it or I, it came like that? No, I
1: have a friend that did the, the, these, I, I usually do mine, but these were so, these were so expensive. I didn't want to mess <laughs> them up. So I told my guy that's that a so you got a bedazzle guy. I have a prote- professional bedazzler guy that did him for me. Um, <laughs> But I normally do them myself if they're just crap shoes, but these were, these were a little pricey.
0: So I said, I don't want to
1: mess these things up. I have them done
0: right. I think the best thing about you, especially with you taking off your shoe and showing us your bedazzled shoe, is that you… I'll take my pants off too. I don't care. I mean, that's up to you. At least the shot ends right here. The thing I love about you is you embrace who you are, and you don't seem to care what other people think about you.
1: That I never have. That goes back to being a kid because I got picked on all the time. And I used to say, you know what? I, I don't honestly. Yeah. No. I dress like I do. I wear makeup. I got, I paint my nails. I mean, I do everything, but I don't do it for anybody else. I do it for me they're like, why are your nails painted? i Am like, Cause I like, I like to paint my nails. Hmm. Why am like, Cause it's, it's. They're
0: not it's painted just, right now.
1: No, they're not now. But usually they are. But, but I'm saying like, I just, I just don't, um, I don't even think about it. Just that's yeah. like, part of my, yeah you know. That's part of my thing and I don't, I don't, yeah, I definitely don't care. I really don't care. And people always stare. I, I, you know, that comes with the job too. I just, that, that is
0: a difficult quality for people to learn. I feel. Or oh, to be
1: yourself at yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. i i definitely have embraced being who I like. Yeah. I don't hide. I just be my, I'm my crazy self, but I just do it to be my <laughs> crazy self. I don't try to be crazy, you know, to be like, I get away with it because I'm probably who I am.
0: Yeah. You know. I, I love
1: it. Now they they expect me to have you know, they're like, Why do you not have why do you not have some shit in your hair? Why do you not have yeah. painted nails? Why do you you know, why don't you? Yeah. So
0: But I can I can feel this. Like in our conversation here, I feel your energy because it's okay. so authentic. I'm feeling yours too. This is getting creepy. Okay. And your pants are Yeah,
1: awesome. I believe the yeah. I just did a thing the other day and they're like ESPN they're like, You look like Steven Tyler and I'm like, I do look like Stephen Tyler. Oh yeah. But I got, I that was, that was one of those guys that was one of those guys um that uh, I remember well, I've known now, friends, but but I was walking through the airport in it was either Los Angeles or Las Vegas. It was a flight two, one of the two. And I was walking through the airport and i look up and i see this guy that literally looks like steven tyler but i mean like not just looks like i'm like he's in a video music video and he's got scarves and things and shit and his uh you know it's like it's steven tyler and i'm like dude and everyone's you know i go steven he, said, oh, he was a character and i said I, are you shooting a video and he goes no I, and i was like that's so awesome that you just walk through the airport like that. Like it's it, you think that's like just a stage thing. No, that's yeah. how he walks through Bonds, you know, and 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 CVS. Like that's just and that's what I, I, I never forgot that. I said, that's I, w- I wanna I want to be that guy. I you know, what I were how I were on stage is how I, I go off stage. I I don't I don't turn into Care Top. I just yeah. I, I just you know. But um I always loved that. I always dug the fact that he was just walking through uh Walgreens like Steven Tyler. he said, yeah. Well, I am Steven Tyler. So it's not a it's not a facade. That's really him on stage. Like he's a nut.
0: Yeah, I want to be super respectful of your time because you've got your show tonight. But this has been great.
1: Yeah, thanks. This, this has awesome been fun. Yeah, I, I love uh, I love uh, being able to talk about uh, this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah me yeah, too. I don't get a chance to talk about your career much, you know?
0: What's the? I, so I end every interview with the same question because I start and end every day saying out loud three things that I'm grateful for. So what are three things in your life right now? That you're grateful
1: for oh well, definitely grateful for my health i'm lucky that i have my health because that's the most important thing in the world uh my hair definitely i'm lucky <laughs> i have hair i have my health health in your I, hair I, and i've got family you know my family lives here in uh in um in las vegas so i get to see my family uh, i got my little dog that goes to work every night with me it's my little princess she comes to the every show what's her name boo bear, boo bear. she comes to the show every night she's uh she's 17 so she's she still she still runs up to the stage every night and for sound check um, and I'm grateful for, definitely for the longevity of my career I mean like I said we've talked about um, it, it, it it's amazing to have people fans that let me do this this many years you know because yeah. uh, you don't think about it until people ask you know like the, like this in my 16th year come up just at the Luxor people are like what and i'm like yeah well it's 35 i started in 1985 so it's like 35 years total so you think about that a lot more as you get older like i remember i remember being in my dorm room literally drawing that logo like like it was yesterday it was 1985. wow you know and going into the and going up on stage and that night and doing i think i ended the i think i ended the show um I took my shirt off, and I and I played the Rocky music, and I drank an egg, and it had it made, made no sense. <laughs> I just said we got to leave this on something fun, so hit it. No, I, I hit I had to hit the cassette thing. I didn't have anybody play it. I hit it dun, dun 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 dun. dun people, like, what the? F-? And I just an egg, and I uh, I I swallowed the egg. Well, anyway, I remember I drank it, and everybody went what? And then I went, what are you crazy? <laughs> And then I walked off with like, you know, yeah, but I, oh, I had oil. I had, I had the shirt off, rubbed oil. Cause it was right when Rocky came out. So it was, it, it made sense now. I yeah. thinking about it, but it was like, what? And, and, and it killed. And then that, and then forever, not ever, but for a while, I, that would, that would be my ending. I would do the Rocky thing and then it ended up becoming a bit of my show. I'd bring up somebody. This is way later. I would invite somebody up from the audience and I would say, uh, who wants to? drink a beer with me or challenge it, slam a beer and there's always a thousand people that want to do that so i'd bring some guy up and i would give him his beer and i say we're going to do an egg we're going to slam an egg together and then we'll drink we'll slam the beer and it used to be don't 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 because it was in my actress salon but i couldn't do the take the shirt off so i just did the we both did the egg looked each other in the eyes it's like this go boom when i every time i'd do it they would do it but then they would they were like like you could see them just like and then I'd spit it out, and they'd swallow theirs. And like you, what? You, you know, you cheated me. So one time in Iowa, I was doing uh, oh, God, it was like a three thousand seat like venue. It was Valentine's Day, and uh, I said, "Who wants to slam a beer with me?" And this guy comes up. We do the whole thing. Boom, sl- He drinks the beer, and right as he right as he slam the egg, I see his face instantly turn white, like like <laughs> something bad. White, green, blue. Yeah, and all of a sudden he it projectile i mean i'm talking all over me oh. all over my rug right oh. In the bucket that i had for our beers and i'm like it's valentine's day right i mean dude so three thousand people uh, probably a hundred people started throwing up
0: oh because, my god
1: a chain reaction yeah and you're like <sighs> yeah. oh Bruh. no and i said you're just now no one's gonna get laid tonight on valentine's <laughs> day nobody including myself i was covered in his vomit and i had to finish the hour like an hour left of the show with covered in oh his vomit so God. i think the egg bit went away after that yeah
0: i would guess so i
1: am the egg man this has been such a pleasure thank you thank you so much likewise hey, thank you
0: for for having me and you have a nice staff here everyone's great here yeah and if anybody that's listening to this or watching this is in vegas yeah i'm going here at the luxor yeah i'm going pretty much every day yeah every day but
1: sundays yeah yeah Amazing. Thank you so much. You got it. Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: This is the story of The One. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done.